I saw one of my sisters this afternoon. I don't know how many months she's along. She's not showing yet, and I just heard that she was pregnant, so I don't know. But she's feeling better. That's, so at whatever point in the pregnancy you start feeling better, that's the point she's at. I have two sisters that are expecting at this point. So that's, I think, 26 and 27 in terms of um, nieces and nephews. Maybe 27, 28, not really sure. So, but the great thing about this, at least from the uncle's standpoint, is that when we get together as a family, of course, we have all these little kids around, and they're a lot of fun to tease. And of course, one of the ways to tease them when they're real little is to ask them who they are. Who are you? And of course, you ask them that because you really don't remember their name. But they'll give you their name, and if you ask them again, and this has happened more than once, no, 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 that's your name. Who are you? And they look at you kind of puzzled, and on more than one occasion, I've gotten the answer back, well, I'm me. And you think, well, that's pretty brilliant. When you're that young, all you know is that I'm me. I know I'm not you, and you're not me, I'm, I'm me. We then spend a lot of time in our life trying to figure out who we are, who I am. And if you look at how we grow and develop, we at first learn to identify ourselves. Kindergarten, what do you learn? Write your address down, your phone number, and take a little piece of... Now this is when you're younger. And take that little piece of paper and pin that to your shirt so that you know, the teacher can quiz you on that, and you can look, and by, maybe by the end of the first week or whatever, you know your address and your phone number, and it begins to identify who you are. And then, of course, the question is, well, what do you want to do when you get older, when you get big? And you begin to identify who you are by what you're going to do, who your family is, who you know what group you're with. And all of this points to a very interesting phenomenon, a very interesting part of the human psychology that we figure out who we are in relation to all that goes on around us and as we find our place in the midst of that. So when the Lord asks, what are you looking for? It's, I find that a great question. Because at the end of the day, I think what we're actually looking for is ourselves, who we are. When we get older, we begin to realize that maybe somehow we got trapped into all these various roles that we play, or maybe in some type of idea who we are or were, but we're not that person anymore. And we're trying again to find out, to figure out, who am I? Besides just saying, well, I'm me. I'm not the priest I was ten years ago. I was newly ordained then, and I'm different now. I'm not the man I was twenty years ago. And though different, and somewhat the same, still a mystery somewhat to myself. When do we actually find out who we are? 
And how do you find that out? When Jesus says, what are you looking for? And our deepest answer is, if you peel away all the other aspects of our lives and all the roles that we play, when Jesus asks, what are you looking for? We will say to him, I'm looking for me. Why was I created? Why am I here? Who am I? And so they, Jesus says, come, and you will see. To walk in fellowship with the Lord, to walk in fellowship with God, the one who has called us into being, the only one for whom we are not a mystery. To walk in that fellowship teaches us, shows us, reveals to us who we actually are, where our life actually is. When the little child is standing there and says to you, well, I'm me. It's interesting. As an adult, that person is a complete mystery. It is going to be a fascinating thing to have revealed who this person is. You know, our parents never asked for us. They might, have wanted, they might have obviously wanted to have a child, but they didn't ask for you. And everybody knows that each individual child is an individual personality. The minute they're born, they have their own personality that shows up. And that's the humor of it. And the heartbreak. Right? That's what makes it interesting. Ten kids in my family... All the personalities completely different. When the Lord says, come and you will see. So they went and saw where Jesus was staying and they stayed with him that day. And we know the rest of the story. They continued to stay with him. Their life was changed. And in this case, the name was changed. Jesus names Peter. Jesus if we stay close to him, names each one of us interiorly, deep down. In this idea that in the encounter with Christ, we find who we are. In finding out who God is, in God revealing himself, God also reveals to us who we are. We see and hear as Samuel does in our first reading. Samuel, at this point in his life, is still a young man. And the lesson, I think, there's a number of lessons in this call, but the lesson I think we should take from it today is to realize that at a very young age, the Lord already speaks to our young people, speaks to our children, is already nudging their hearts and calling them to be who God created them to be. It's our job to not put so much on them in terms of what are you going to do, who are you going to be when you grow up, what we would like to see from you. I mean, that's all fine and that's all part of it. But if we don't teach them to listen first for that call of the Lord, it's going to help them hear and understand who they are. That's where it happens. In the interior life of the person, as they grow and they develop to have us as adults teach them 
to listen attentively, to recognize God's goodness, God's call in their life, and to help them be courageous enough to respond to that. In this week of vocations, I think sometimes we just need to focus on that fundamental vocation of being called by God into existence, into being, to recognize that there's a mystery there that we are not going to solve and to be willing to enter into that relationship with the Lord so that He can name us. If we do that, the rest follows. Out on the sign there it is, what is, call, what is the Lord calling you to do? Well, that's secondary. Primary is, who is the Lord calling you to be? And once that's settled, all the other pieces fall in place and flow together. As we celebrate this Eucharist this day, let us hear the Lord ask us, what are you looking for? Let us be honest with ourselves. What, in fact, are you looking for? And whatever that is, ask the Lord to help purify that vision. Ask the Lord to help purify that question so that we might remain with Him and hear His answer.